Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Reclaim Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Elise, just a black girl out here trying to help everyone do better, including and especially herself. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in for this week's foray into the madness. Before we dive in, um, I have a very special announcement to make. Really something phenomenal and massive and huge has happened in my life. I joined TikTok. <laughs> First of all, I know a bunch of you were like, wait, wait, already? She's just got married. I'm like, no, no, it's not that. No, no, nothing, nothing of the sort, nothing. No ma- major uh, announcements. I'm just being foolish as usual. Um, But yeah, I have decided to... I downloaded it uh, ironically and, you know, for my day job, social media management, content creation, things like that, playing on the internet for fun and for money. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was I was like, you know what, let's give it a try. Let's give it a whirl. Let's see what's up with, with this whole TikTok thing. And sure enough, after watching a bunch of videos and posting a bunch of my own, I realized that I'm having so much fun. It's not like any other platform. Um, it's literally just for fun. It thrives off of meme culture. It thrives off of funny things and music and pop culture and black culture and uh, me. It's just it's just fun. Like I'm having a good time. I've been on for about a week. So guess what? Guess what the name is? Guess what the name of my TikTok is? The Reclaim Blog. <laughs> And, you know, it's consistency, you know, you got to be consistent. So long and short, I'm there. If you're on there, join me. If you're not, you should consider downloading it. Um, If you want a break from the seriousness of Instagram or the constant debates of Facebook or the the dumpster fire that is Twitter. (laughs) And I love all those platforms, but they can wear on you. TikTok is actually fun. Like I'm actually having a really good time. I'm not famous on there. Uh, yet <laughs> I haven't had any videos blow up, but it's just, we're all just having, we're all just there just to have a good time. And that's what I'm finding for the most part. So yes, if you guys are on there, come join me. That was the foolishness that that's all I had to talk about. Um, but let's get into some church announcements. Let the people of the reclaim say amen. Glad to be here. Say amen again. And say amen one more time. If you really like the show. We're glad that y'all here today, and these will be your church announcements. Okay, this week in the church announcements. So, apparently Prada and Adidas are teaming up for an upcoming collaboration. I guess it's, I, I don't know if it's footwear strictly, or if it's going to be more apparel, like sporty apparel, um, but brands have been doing this recently where they combine the two brands. Uh, we saw it with Fila and um, Fendi when they combined, which they made something really, really cool. But with these two, um, Prada and Adidas, um, it leads a lot of us to wonder if they're going to be working on a menstrual Yeezy because, to be honest, we all we already have one that we don't really want. <laughs> Just to be fair, you know, still haven't forgotten about that blackface situation product still haven't forgotten about that cotton sneaker to celebrate black history month adidas 
I still haven't forgotten the fact that Adidas still continues to produce and partner with Kanye, despite the fact of his inflammatory comments about slavery. Um, like I said, we already have a menstrual Yeezy. We don't really need any more. Uh, but best of luck to everyone involved. We'll see what's actually produced. Um, on to another announcement. So this past Friday, uh, maybe a few Fridays ago, actually, uh, Will Smith shared a video on his Instagram showing uh, him, Martin Lawrence, Wesley Snipes, and Eddie Murphy all in the same lots. They are both, they're all four of them are filming their respective uh, sequels to films, Coming to America 2 and Bad Boys 3. Um, and interestingly enough, they're all on Tyler Perry's new studio lot. And they are, in essence, christening the lot with filming their sequels. It's really, really cool to see them already filming, like, already started. Like, I feel like the studio lot's literally just opened, and here they are, not in Hollywood, in Atlanta, on Tyler Perry's um, studio lots, making things happen, being very black and very unapologetic. And I love it. I'm here for it. Go, y'all. It it was an iconic moment to see those four together. Um super dope cannot wait to see all of those movies so yeah that's it for the church announcements and i hope you're ready for some mess and the message because that is what is next hey you guys gather around the couch we are going to have a a dialogue um about owning our bodies now our bodies belong to us they are ours. They are how we move and exist in the world. They are ours. They belong to us. We can dress them how we want. Uh, we should take good care of them because that's where we live. It's healthy. Um, we should love them because they function and they help us function. And they belong to us. They are ours. If anyone tries to harm our bodies, if anyone tries to take ownership of our bodies, it's a problem. In fact, it's illegal in a lot of different places. And someone needs to remind everyone's favorite thesaurus masquerading as a rapper, Mr. T.I., who recently, in a podcast interview that aired uh, this past week, I believe, that he goes to the gynecologist every year with his daughter, not to drop her off, not to make sure she's taking ownership of her health and her own body and wellness, not to just empower her um not because it's it it's a cool thing for a dad to do to teach his daughter I don't know like health stuff you know doesn't necessarily go in just like hey you know I can drive you over if you need a ride sort of situation um you know the same way I would drive you to the doctor and I'll pick you up if you need me to pick you up sort of situation um But he takes her to go, quote, get her hymen checked to make sure it is, quote, still intact. So this is coming from BuzzFeed News in a recent interview with Nazanin Mandy and Nadia Moham of Ladies Like Us. T.I. talked about his parenting style. He talked about a bunch of other topics bunch of other situations and I believe the question was asked if he had had the sex talk with his daughters 
especially when it comes to his oldest daughter, 18-year-old Deja, who is currently in her first year of college. So T.I. says, quote, not only have we had the conversation, we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen. Yes, I go with her, end quote. (laughs) Not to empower her to take the reins of her own sexual health, but to check her hymen. T.I. also noted that he was informed that the hymen can be broken in many other ways outside of sexual penetration. Um, The doctors told him that it can be broken, you know, by riding a bike, athletics, horseback riding, any form of just playing around. Like it really can just snap on you. Like you could be playing basketball, you could be playing football, you could be stretching, you could be moving your body around, like yoga, all kinds of things can like snap that hymen. Like, and it's, it's, it's okay. It's all right. And so according to T.I., what he says is he talks back to the doctor. He says, quote, so I say, look, doc, she don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bike. She don't play no sports. Just check the hymen, please. And give me back my results expeditiously. End quote. Oh, and then he adds, um, I will say that as of her 18th birthday, her hymen is still intact. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm exasperated by this. The man takes his daughter to the gynecologist, not to, not for health benefits, but to ensure her virginity. First of all, it's gross. Secondly, it shows that you, you're not even letting your own daughter be possessed like have possession of her own body, her own vessel. Three, how dare you even put this out there in like, you're letting everyone know her business. Why do I feel like this is a HIPAA violation? Why do I personally feel like this is a HIPAA violation? Like that's her health information that you can't be just telling people her, her business like this, especially not on somebody's podcast. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. And fourth, it's really like pervy. Like this feels really like kind of gross and I don't know, it feels perverted. Like it feels like something not even like antiquated. It feels, I don't know. I'm just getting gross feels. Like I'm trying to find a word to describe how it feels, but it does, it does not, none of this feels good. None of this is good. So Deja has not come out directly and said anything as of yet. But a casual scroll of her Twitter will show you that she's actually going through and liking posts um, condemning T.I. for his gross and possessive behavior. Um, Some of the tweets that she liked were, as I scrolled to those, one of those was from Sweet Seducingly, uh, Sweet Seducing D.Y., And she said, this hymen talk is very strange. And at the core of it, it teaches your daughters that their bodies aren't theirs. Don't do that. Race Jones says, which is an awesome name. That's an awesome Twitter name. I like that one. Um, This is disgusting, possessive, and controlling. Uh, Saja Soul says, this is just beyond possessive, which I agree. Um, let's see, Drianar, I'm sorry, I can't even say your, your username. Um, but you say, you wonderful person, (laughs) 
I hope that you're truly okay, directed at Deja. I hope that you're truly okay. Tell um, him telling the world your personal business medically and your choices as a woman to do or not to do a personal and special moment in your life is never right. Now, this is interesting because all of this is really interesting because at the same time, T.I. is allowing his minor son, who I believe is 15 or 16 year old, 16 years old, his son to be sexually active. But his 18 year old daughter, who's actually an adult in her first year of college, is not allowed. And this is gross. It's gross. It's uncalled for. It's gross. I'm I'm baffled as to why he would think that this was okay. But then, you know, you look at his treatment of women. Like, for a while there, he was repeatedly caught cheating on his wife. Repeatedly caught cheating on his wife. When Hillary was running for president, he said that he couldn't see himself voting for her because she was a woman and a woman being charged of the free world just didn't sit right with him, especially because there was a whole bunch of other positions that were left unfilled. And she, women should try to fill those before they try to be president. He's a misogynist. <laughs> He's a chauvinist. And it shows in his treatment of women. But you wouldn't think that that treatment would trickle down in the way that this this whole idea presents itself. Uh, now, I personally haven't heard anyone coming out for this sort of treatment of young women. And I'm kind of glad because, you know, they might get run over with a proverbial, a proverbial Twitter, like tw- Twitter storm or, you know, people just ranting and raving because this is foolish y'all this is just nothing but pure foolishness deja is 18 years old 18 years old and it should have been long since empowered to own her body that's her body at 18 years old like she's an adult technically she's an adult and you don't have the right to police her sexual decisions. Not to mention, like, think about how... Y'all have to think about this. I'm going to put it in perspective for you. There's a lot of women right now who would rather have sex than go to the gynecologist. I'm just putting it out there. There's one that is intimate, like, sensual, affirming act with a partner. Um that is pleasurable and then the other one is a sterile cold often uncomfortable sometimes painful trip where a person literally just scrapes the inside of you to get stuff out to make sure that the stuff that they got out that you're not sick now it's important to do to go to the gynecologist that is completely important and you need to do your regular checkups you need to do your 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 due diligence in that at the same time yeah at the same time it that that's Deja's decision that's Deja's choice I couldn't imagine if my father had decided that he wanted to go with me to make sure my hymen was in tra- intact being a womanist, I mean, being a, a a womanizer, not a womanist, being a womanizer, I would probably laugh. Like, there's no way. Yeah. And then, just going back to the comments, I'm just going back and looking over the comments where he said, where T.I. said, look, 
she don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bikes. She don't play no sports. Just check the hymen, please. And give me back my results expeditiously because he really loves that word. Uh, Negro, just because you use big words doesn't make you intelligent because this is stupid. Like, even if you behaved in, like, there's multiple layers. I'm not affirming this action. But even if you still, even if you took her to the gynecologist to get her hymen checked, why would you tell people that? Why is that something that you would even let people know? Why are you letting people know your daughter's medical history? Like, like I said earlier, I feel like that's a HIPAA violation. I'm I, For the doctors, for the medical professionals um, who listen to this show, please let me know. Is this a HIPAA violation? Because it's got to be a HIPAA violation. I feel so bad for Deja. I feel so bad for Deja. I'm like, I wonder if she, I, I, my prayer is that she's okay, first of all, mentally, emotionally. Because that's a lot. That's a lot to have out, to have thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people now know your sexual status. Um, that's a lot. That is so much. And then to have like your dad just telling people this on a well-listened-to podcast. And then to, he has no shame. He feels no type of way about it. He's actually feeling like kind of braggadocious about it. Like, yeah, I do it. Yeah, I make sure my daughter's a virgin. First of all, can we stop with this narrative that women are only valuable because of what's happening between their legs? Like their only value lies as sexual objects, as pleasure objects, and not as human beings. It doesn't, it does not matter how many partners that you have. You are still a valuable person. You are still a valuable person. And if Deja chooses to be a virgin into marriage, or if Deja chooses to have multiple partners, as long as she's doing everything consensually and safely, who, who is T.I.? who continually cheats on his wife. <laughs> Probably with people the same age as Deja. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm a little too through. I'm a little too tired with this whole misogynistic view that, oh, my son can go out here and um, have as many partners as he likes, but my daughter can't. Because you got to remember, like, dude, you, your son has to obviously be penetrating somebody. And it's probably somebody's daughters, <laughs> but your daughter can't be penetrated. I like, I don't get it. And she's an adult. She's an adult. This kid that you're encouraging him to be active. He's a minor. He's a child still. Deja is an adult. She's an adult. <laughs> she can vote. She's an adult. I, and I get it. Like she's in her first year of college. She's probably in no mood. Um, to try to figure out the world on her own without, you know, the financial support of her parents um, and the financial protection or the protection in general of her parents. I get it. I wasn't ready to move out at 18 either. But like stuff like this, you know, you might want to consider going back home to mom for a bit. Like if your dad's going to behave this way, not just going with you to your health you know your 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 health screenings but like then telling your business on public platforms it's just gross it's really really gross 
we really do have a lot we need to trash about this mindset that women's bodies don't belong to them and that our value is intrinsically attached to the man that we're attached to. So, you know, this is like a matter of pride for T.I. that his daughter, his 18-year-old daughter, is a virgin. Not that he, like, you know, would... Not that that was like a, a thing, like a purity thing. Like, because some people have a purity thing. If that works in your family, that works in your family. Some people have like a purity pact with their, you know, with their parents and that they're going to wait till they get married. Hey, if that's you, that's dope. That's awesome. That is none of anyone's business, right? If you didn't have that, or if you're curious, especially at being 18 years old, like I said, as long as you're being safe, and as long as everything's consensual, please, <laughs> please, please, I, we, this poor, this poor child, poor grown up. Um, so during the interview, people are now like jumping down the throats of Nazanin and Nadia because they laughed during this part um, and they were kind of, both of the hosts of the show were kind of apologetic uh, because they didn't know how to respond because it's such a sh- jarring, shocking thing. Like, what are you saying on our show? What are you saying in front of, with all these listeners and all these people? What are you voicing right now? Are you being 100%? Are you serious right now? So they laughed. It was probably the way, the same way I laugh when things are shocking. Like, I'm shocked. I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm not laughing because it's hysterical. I'm laughing because I'm shocked and I don't really know what else to do. Um, T.I. has yet to actually say anything about it. But to be honest, he said all that he's needed to say. This is completely gross and completely uncalled for and completely ridiculous uh, behavior that only serves to stroke the misogyny in folks and not empower women to own our own selves yeah I know he probably thinks that he's protecting her but really all he's doing is impeding her and embarrassing her and being possessive of her and I hope that she lets him know you know when she's in a safe space I hope that she lets him know that this was not okay and that this is the gross and chauvinistic, misogynistic behaviors that are at his core and are problematic. And that's all I have for the mess in the message. Let's get up to the wrap-up rant and Blacks in the Deep End. All right, so my wrap-up rant... My wrap-up rant is for Elle Magazine. Elle Magazine is in trouble again. Why is Elle Magazine in trouble again? Well, specifically Elle Germany. Because Elle Germany recently posted, not posted, because posts can be taken down. They published in their actual magazine (laughs) uh, the following they it was a headline that read back to black and an ensuing article that talks about black women being beautiful successful and committed models of color were never in demand as it as they are now 
But these great women also inspire us off the catwalks. First of all, um, Naomi Campbell is a thing. <laughs> Tyra Banks is a thing. Uh, I named a slew of other incredible women um, who are amazing models. Um, if you guys are looking for it, it's actually on uh, the Reclaimed blog. I wrote all about my feelings and how I feel about it. But I thought it was worth visiting, revisiting, because this magazine, they, the, it was supposed to be, the whole magazine concept was focusing on black, like the color black. So like black pants, black jeans, black uh, gloves, black trends, boots, diamonds. So they decided that, oh, since all those trendy things, <laughs> you know, black, let's focus on black people as if we were a trend. They <laughs> so then there was this whole article. Um, this was supposed to be a way for them to be inclusive and diverse, I guess. Um, and so the article that they actually wrote, the back to black thing, uh, featured Joan Smalls, featured uh, several other models, one of whom was misidentified, as in one of the models was actually like they put the wrong name next to the wrong picture of the wrong black woman and it's like oh of course you would mix this up because you know all black people look alike what the hell like you're l germany you're not some raggedy publication someone's making in their basement or in their garage you're l magazine you get millions of dollars you are supposed to be in league with vogue and with cosmopolitan and with w and with all of these other magazines your l magazine and you can't figure out who a certain black woman is or is not the hell so first of all you make us a trend and then you make us look like we're expendable like it's it's gross it's unfortunate and like i said you know naomi campbell is a thing Danielle Luna was a thing. Pat Cleveland, Beverly Johnson, Helen Williams, Beth Ann Hardison, Iman. They were all a thing and a big thing. There's tons of black models. What the hell are you talking about, L. Germany? Unbelievable. <sighs> this is almost as, this is, this is bad. This is bad. This goes right along with you guys trying to make, a few years ago they published an article about how you can have a loose afro showing a white girl basically doing a a a braid out or a twist out style and having quote a loose afro honey honey no matter how many twist outs or braid outs you do you can never have an afro cut that out cut that out unbelievable that's my wrap-up rant let's do blacks in the deep end happy times serena williams very, very excited for her because she just launched her jewelry line called Serena Williams Jewelry. It's a luxury level line of gold and silver jewelry and it feels ethically, it features, sorry, ethically mined and conflict free diamonds and has a lot of inspiration from Serena Williams. I am look, personally looking forward to seeing more of this jewelry. It looks beautiful. You guys should look it up, Serena Williams. Um, recently, Colin Kaepernick spent his 32nd birthday serving others. He ventured out to Oakland. He went to the tent city to um, there in Oakland to distribute Nike backpacks filled with essentials such as socks, shampoo, deodorant, and various snacks. He also um, gave out 
distributed masks to protect those who were living in the tent city from the toxic air caused by recent fires. Speaking of those fires, NBA superstar LeBron James actually sent LA's most popular food trucks, um, Marisco's Taco Truck. I'm going to have to look into that. Not that I've ever been to LA, but I'm going to have to look into that. Marisco's Taco Truck to feed firefighters who are battling the Getty Fire. The Getty Fire, if you guys are unfamiliar, is a wildfire spanning 745 acres that has been ravaging LA for about a week now. Dozens of homes have been damaged. Thousands of people had to go and undergo a mandatory evacuation, including James and his family. So it was super dope that he sent the taco truck to feed the firefighters because, of course, and they should, you know, they should eat. And that was really kind of him to do so. Uh, good job. Good job, you blacks. Um, but that is the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, thank you for your support, your likes, your subscribes. Thank you for all of the ways you guys are continuing to support this here little show. I am looking forward to this show growing. Um, I already see a bunch of new faces and new listeners. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, but yeah, you guys can continue to like, to share, and to subscribe. Um, on, we're on various platforms, including shout out to Apple Podcasts, shout out to Google, shout out to Spotify, Stitcher, um, iHeartRadio, which just, I just got on there maybe a few months ago. And yeah, we're all over the place. You know, as Jade Next D say, shout out to Jade Next D. As Jade Next D say, anywhere you can stalk your exes, almost, almost anywhere you can stalk your exes. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. If you have any comments, concerns, or screams of fury and pain, you can write to me at thereclaimedblog at gmail.com or you can hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at thereclaimed. And as always... Peace, y'all.